Hello, sports fans. This is the Sellout Sports Podcast. I am Tori Rich, joined by Mike Mawson. And today is Tuesday, February 13th. We're doing our Super Bowl reaction, Super Bowl postmortem, a little bit late uh, due to unforeseen circumstances. But we are here now. And uh, obviously, there's plenty to talk about. Even, uh, I'd say, uh, you know, some of the fallout you know from the last couple of days we even we even get a little bit more to talk about as yeah, a result we can digest it a little bit more too right uh yeah exactly we've had some time to digest had some time to process to think about it and so uh this is an all super bowl episode coming up so uh hit that music mike Starting to hear that I mean, in my sleep. The, Noisy the, neighbors. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the music. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't want, like for a little while I had like this idea in my head that we'd do like a different song from Pixabay every week. And then I was like, you know, like, no, this this Too is catchy. It. Yeah. This is yeah, this yeah. is ours, right? So it is I you know, I, I'm sure other people have probably had the same idea, right? Maybe maybe we'll we'll start working in maybe it, season two. Maybe um, if we do seasons. Uh yeah. It, like because it does have seasons on uh on uh, a cast where we host our podcasts um or we could do like we could do a different pixabay song for pick six for instance that's true now, yeah, that, now that we have a signature segment yeah. and that's what we call a now tease. we just need a sponsor for that yeah oh totally um yeah exactly like so, i don't some, know it's like glue like, company or something um, you know, like a oh for pick six or like you know hands i guess for like, some reason i was thinking like sandwiches like like you know like subway like you pick them or oh, okay. like I, I don't know. Or like a yeah, like a fast food chain. Right? Oh, we'll like just a, you know what? No, we're just gonna t- call up DraftKings because pick them right. So yeah. like, and it's it's totally relevant, right? True. And then we'll do our you know problem gambling disclaimer, and, yeah. and everything will be fine. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I did a little problem gambling. I decided it was a holiday. Super Bowl is a holiday, okay? And I so I actually I put a hundred on the Chiefs. It was uh, it was straight up plus one hundred on the Chiefs money line. By the time it got to I should so I should have done it earlier in the week because I think they were like plus one hundred two is is when I yeah yeah. So like I literally never do more than five bucks on a game. I'm not an emotional better, but I was like you know what Super Bowl time, and admittedly I was a little emotional because I was pissed that I bet I put five bucks on the Chiefs. When they were plus nine hundred, like after their Dolphins I know. win, yeah, they did you dirty. And it, like you were right next to me when I did I it. Was and the, and the bet just wasn't. It just didn't process. So I don't know. Maybe they're working out the kinks with Vermont or something. <laughs> but uh, whatever. This one went through, and I, so I'm up over after a few bets in the Super Bowl. I did a stupid parlay that didn't even come close to hitting. But um, other than that, but I'm up a little more over, more than hundred after the I, Super Bowl. I consulted with you at halftime. I saw. <laughs> yeah. I saw Chiefs up plus two seventy. It got to two eighty. I said I put. I was at fifty. I, I consulted with Parker, who was an automatic yes, no matter what the. the I could have said I'm gonna put my rent money on, on it. He would have been like, yeah, do it. It's cool. <laughs> um, so you're you're a little bit more of the responsible of of the two there. Wow, that's and, that's uh, scary. And you said yes, <laughs> and I, I felt good about it. Um, it's the worst two hundred dollars I've ever won. I, I would have loved to have lost that fifty dollars. Uh, rather than win the 200 
nothing against the Chiefs. Just would have loved to see the 49ers yeah. get it. But uh, this, betting against Mahomes is it's like you just feel stupid when you do it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then y- you can see it coming. And and with them getting the ball, kicking a field goal down the half, and then getting the ball to start the second half, it just we've seen that movie before, right? And I was. Um, and so, first of all, that's actually something I, I'm gonna I'm gonna trademark this. This is hedging my serotonin because <laughs> I wanted the 49ers to win, but I I was fairly certain the Chiefs were going to win. So yeah, so I was hedging my happiness. I was hedging my serotonin. I was like like either way, it's I a lot better than betting on your team and then your team loses and then you're, you you feel like a complete loser, which I rarely do. Last year, last year I would have been betting on the Eagles a lot last year because I actually like I did believe in that team. Yeah, and, and this year I bet I bet against the Eagles and that worked out too. Um, so anyway, um, what else? I had something else about gambling though. What was it? We had one more thing that you just said. I lost it. Um, but anyway, there's, oh no, just that, you know, like you said at halftime or, or around that halftime or when they went down 10, zero, I think is actually when you sent the text after McCaffrey scored. And yeah, so like, I actually saw it blow up to plus three eighty, and I think, yeah. And I think it was one of those things where it like, it like immediately got bet down, you know what I mean? And so then I saw plus two eighty, and I was like, if I hadn't already put so much money on this, like I could, cause I felt stupid putting that much money on it. That was like. I would have been tempted to hit it again because I because I just I was I had a couple, I was still certain the Chiefs were yeah, winning. I had yeah. a couple same game parlays out there. I hit one, but it, it didn't look good at that time because I had like both quarterbacks over two hundred. Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown, cool. Um, Kelsey over fifty two yards. He had one. Obviously, we'll talk about that a little bit. One at the half that didn't look good, and then I had an alternate over. I had like forty and a half. I think the over was forty seven, and that didn't look good. Because it was a low-scoring first half, so I didn't think that was going to hit. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll put fifty on it." So yeah, um, and and like one more thing about gambling, which uh, I, I'm sure I'll get the hang of it, but I get confused with all these promos, or it's like you know, like oh, if you bet this, then you can use ten dollars, and it's like <clears throat> I feel like they just throw a lot of different. I want ideas at I want DraftKings like, to be a sponsor because they had some really oh, good no, no, me, happy me too. happy hours uh, specials. Like I would. I'd put a couple bucks on an NBA game like throughout the week. And then if I won that, I was using my profits for like happy hour specials. Like they did like an odds boost where Rasheed Rice and um, was it Debo to have a catch in the first quarter? It was like minus 200 and it got a boost up to plus money. So I put like 25 on that one, 25 on that. It's mm. nice. All right. Well, uh, so that's been your degenerate segment. Yep. Degenerate minute. Had to get it out. And, you know, Super uh, Bowl. Super Bowl tradition. I think there was, I mean, there was one other thing where like Brock Purdy kneeled on the last play of yeah. regulation to go under for 12 and a half. Yeah. Sorry. Like, sorry, Uncle Chip. He had, he, I, I saw him, I saw him Monday and he was like, I didn't hit anything. And when I left Sunday, I was, I was with him and uh, he was like, you know, go Niners. He, he, he pretty much said what I just said. You know, I don't care if all my bets lose as, as long as the Niners win. Right. And then uh, he's like, I didn't even get my, uh, you know, my Brock Purdy. He didn't even get 13 rushing yards. And then I was the one that broke the news to him. Well, he had it. And then he took a knee. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. Brutal. That's a bad beat right there. Um, so anyway, um, for, right off the bat, I just got to say, this game was not boring. No, not so at all. If you, if you are a football fan, if you claim to know football and you say that game was boring, I'm, I'm sorry, you're an idiot. That's that's all I had to say. Like, like if you just 
listen, I have ADHD. I'm 99% sure. I haven't gone to the doctor to get diagnosed, but like I have issues. Okay. It, like, so if you are so ADHD that you can't even watch a football game because there weren't like a lot of big flashy plays, then you're just not a real football fan. So like, and that's the other, cause that's the other, true. cause there's a lot of people and it's fine. It's, there's a lot of people that aren't a lot that real, that aren't real football fans that are watching this game, obviously. It, right. And, and that, that's my other side of it. Right. Is there, there were multiple people cause I posted the meme about people like when you're trying saw, to, yeah, yeah. when you're trying not to freak out at the party, you know, because there's all these casual fans saying this game's boring. Cause it's 10 to three at the half. And, and it's like, listen, so a few people commented on it, and it's like, okay, but I know you're not a real football fan. Like, you would admit you're not a real football fan. You just, you know, you, but you're watching because it's Super Bowl Sunday. It's a holiday, right? So that's fine. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna give you. I'm not gonna give you a hard time for that. But if you if you consider yourself a real football fan and you say this game was boring, just just stop. Just stop watching. Just just get out of get out of football fandom. Go watch something else. I don't know because while this may not be the best Super Bowl I've ever seen. And I say that I think mostly because it kind of lacked a signature play. Like there were a lot of big plays. There were, yeah. But it's like I can't. I'm trying to think. And, and again, maybe we just had, haven't had enough time. There were a lot but, of turnovers, right? But they weren't like. And the, you don't want that to be insane turnovers. And they weren't. None of them were like great Momentum plays. They weren't great the most, plays yeah, by the defense to yeah, force it. Right. Right. Um. I, I. I guess I'd say both of the fumbles were gr- good defensive plays, but they're not. But they're not aesthetically pleasing to most fans, right? right? right. So they're not going to be that iconic play. I guess like interception was just a bad throw, and then it's just right. a fluky wrong spot, yeah, wrong the, time on the on the punt. Yeah, which again, you know, we'll get to that. That that sucked. But um, but anyway, you know, a couple of Mahomes runs. I really, I actually really liked the read option earlier on in the game, um, or or whatever, or he just pulled it, whatever, you know, design mm-hmm. run. Um, I really liked that. That was like 24 yards. 24 yards it makes them think about it, right? Um, and of course, for the for the first down on fourth and short in overtime, yeah. um, you know, I thought they were going to go back to Pacheco, honestly, on, uh, on that fourth and one. Yeah, right. And um, yeah, and we'll get to that. So just like you know, just big picture though, um, this is just one of the most evenly matched um, totally. Super Bowls I've ever seen. Just one of the most evenly matched football games I've seen. I mean, if you look at it, so I so I pulled up the uh, the team stats. So first downs, twenty three to twenty four, 49ers and Chiefs. Passing first downs, fifteen to fifteen. Uh, rushing first downs, five to nine. But then the 49ers had three uh, first downs from penalties, while the Chiefs got none. Uh, one of the places where they differ is on third down conversions. Uh, three of twelve for the 49ers. Chiefs were nine of nineteen. And then both teams were one of one. So as as, as you pointed out uh, before the show, uh, that means the Chiefs were fifty percent on you know yeah. got those got to have it plays yeah. basically. Uh, that's huge. Um, total plays run seventy one for the 49ers, 79 for the Chiefs. Uh, total yards, a little bit of discrepancy here. Total yards for the Forty uh, Niners, three eighty two, four fifty five for the Chiefs. Not really that much. It sounds it it's sounds huge, like more no. than it actually is. It's not huge. And, and again, the Chiefs ran eight more plays. Right. So um, yards per play is five point four to five point eight. Uh, keep going down the list, right? Like uh, yeah. you know, the, none of the sacks were huge yards lost. It was one, uh, one sack for four yards for the Forty Niners, three for eight for the Chiefs. Rushing one ten to one thirty. Both had. Um, 30 attempts. Yeah. 30 like and 31. 31. Yeah. yeah, 31 and 30. Exactly. 
Uh, penalties, six for 40 and six for 55. Uh, as we mentioned, the two turnovers and then time of possession was a two-minute difference in a game that was uh, basically 75 minutes. So uh, very evenly matched just from, just from that standpoint. But even on the eye test, if you watch this, like you could just tell, you know. Like, neither, neither side was pulling away. And, and, I, and I, don't, I don't know if we looked at this, like, so it was, it was McCaffrey's uh, catch and run for 24 yards was the biggest play of the game for the 49ers. We know that there was the big pass to Hardman. Uh, was it Hardman yeah. that had that one? Yep. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, the big pass to Hardman on the Chiefs' first drive, second Se- drive? Second, I think. Um, so the deep ball to Hardman that uh, ended up in Pacheco's fumble. That might have been even third drive. Um, but basically, that, that play didn't matter. And I'm trying to think, was there a bigger play for the uh, – was there anything over 20 for the Chiefs? 20 uh, – No, I, the 21 was the McCaffrey touchdown from Jennings. So Yeah, I think it was just it, not a lot of chunks. This is an old-school football guy's, you know, heaven. You there know was what a I couple, mean? like, to Ayuk over the middle for the Niners, that, like, 21-ish, like, on the 20 fringe range, you know? But, but I, I can't recall – I can't recall a big 25, 30 cross was, was Kelsey's crosser. Nah, that was like, I think that was only like 20 also. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Cause they were just outside the red zone and then they got it about the nine. So talk about the change in identity for the chiefs. And so let me, so let me actually get to that. I, like I said, I, I think this, this game was football at its best. Like I said, I don't think it's the best super bowl. Um, I think it's close. I think it's top five. You know, top five might even be top three for me. I mean, come on, it, it was a seventy-five minute game, and you know what I loved it about was really it? Really good. Is there's they just run- been we've been spoiled. There's been so many good Super Bowls sure, in this last sure. decade. Absolutely. Um, but I, you know, it, just because it went to overtime doesn't make it the best or anything like that. Like, you know, I, I don't even know if I like Patriots and Falcons. That that's obviously up there for me. Um, but I don't know. Just because just it went to overtime doesn't make it the best. Again. Like, honestly, it might be the Steelers and the Cardinals. You know what I mean? Just because it has those two iconic plays. And I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of them, right? There's a lot of tough. There's a lot of Seahawks. I mean, just Patriots Seahawks is a great one. Um, And there are duds, too, though. I mean, like the Broncos play in in dud Super Bowls. It seems like that's what they like to do. Oh, God. Um, Yeah. Broncos and uh, Broncos and Panthers. You know when oh, they pounded yeah. them, Broncos and Seahawks when they got past yeah. to start the game with a, a safety. No, so we've we've had duds too for sure. And then there were like you and I were talking about it before the last show when we were trying to come up with our best Super Bowl plays. Like, like damn, there's some Super Bowls that you just don't remember at all, right? Like, like yeah, Roethlisberger beat the Seahawks in what was it, 2006 or something? Yeah, like, I didn't even like I I barely remember nev- that. You would have ne- I would have never pulled that from my from my memory. Barely remember ever. that game. So. Basically, what I'm saying is, well, you know, I think a lot of casual fans are going to be like, yeah, you know, it didn't have the big play and everything like that, you know, so it, it just didn't excite them. It excited me. This was a physical game. This was like, like it was one of the more physical Super Bowls I've seen. Yeah. And again, that that speaks to the there just wasn't a lot of big plays. You know what I mean? It was just like it was hard hitting. It was you know every yard was. Yeah, the physicality doesn't really surprise me, and I'm sure it doesn't surprise you, but it, it's more. It was more emphasized because of the lack of big plays. I think you're completely right. Yeah, and I, yeah, it's just like every yards were at a premium. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? You earned every yard. Um, it's unfortunate the turnovers because it kind of takes away from that narrative a little bit. Um, but just when when it, you know, other than those plays, it was it was just man, 
There, there, nothing, nothing was given. It, it, it was, it was tough sledding the whole way. So, do you think people would think it was a more exciting game if, if those two fumbles right become touchdowns, and now it's instead of twenty five, twenty two, it's thirty. 32 to 29. I don't know. Because I, I don't know if a nine yard touchdown or, you know, a red zone touchdown does it for me. I, I think, I, is it the no, big I, play? Is it the big play that does it for no, the casual fan? Well, that's what I'm trying to think. Like, I, I think, like, even just 14 more points, they'd be like, oh my God, that's two more touchdowns. This, or this is was it, a good game. Or is it literally Jim Nance's voice goes up a few decibels? Is that, is that what gets people to actually, you know what I mean? But, yeah. but you and I, if we watched, like, if we watched every game on mute, like, we would have been like, that was a freaking awesome game. You know what I, I essentially, mean? I essentially did watch the Super Bowl on mute. Uh, well, yeah. Fa- yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's kind of how, how you watch a lot of Super Bowls for you know for all intents and purposes, right? Um, going back to what was the game that we were making fun of? Uh, Collinsworth kid and Jason Garrett was that USC Notre Dame? Like, like you are the two most boring yeah. human beings yeah, I have ever. I think, like, I think it was. They were horrible. It was definitely Notre Dame because so the people calling the game. You know they they, they, they weigh yeah, into it. Yeah. You know what I mean. And so to that point, I'm not a huge fan of Nance. I think he just kind of see that's where I'm. I, yeah, I'm I'm off the boat with you there. I love Jim. He's Nance. he's just always talking. He's always talking. You know, people into the penalties, and it's I was like, dude, shut up. Just shut up. Like you literally just got somebody fined. Shut up, Nance. You're the play by play man. Shut up. Let Romo make that comment. And then and then Romo, sure enough, does make the comment. I here's the thing. Romo is a good analyst. He was. I thought he was like to to analyze his analysis. I thought he was horrible for through like the first half of the season. I don't know what was going on with him mentally or whatever. I I just I didn't think he was with it. And then he rounded into playoff form or something and so he was good, but he is so freaking annoying. He and Collinsworth both, they obviously both know football. They do a pretty good job explaining it. I'll give them that. They are so freaking annoying. Like Romo made excuses for Mahomes the whole game. He's like, dude, shut up. Like, like, oh, yeah, that was a low snap. Oh, the, like the worst one was there was a, a throw like inside the 40. I can't remember where it was, uh, maybe third or fourth quarter. And Mahomes made a throw, and it was behind the receiver, just flat out. It was behind the receiver. It wasn't a perfect throw by any means, and it was dropped. And he's like, he's like, yeah, that one's a little behind him. But if you see the pressure, like, like oh, he's so good. He changed his arm angle. Oh, oh yeah, that's so good. Like, dude, shut up. This is why Olsen is better than all of them, because he was a real football player, not a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I mean, Romo, I, I, like, off the scene, Romo, first year, second year was fantastic. And right. then he started to lose his luster a little bit. Um but he did do a good job calling the Super Bowl and pointing things out. I'll give him. I'll give him credit for it. I will. But Olsen is so much better. Give me Olsen yeah, every year. Yeah, I'll give. I'll take Olsen. Like, uh, I would love to see Olsen and Jim Nance together. I know you probably <laughs> wouldn't, but I mean, I, to tell you the truth, I don't even know what play-by-play man I like anymore. Like, I mean, Al Michaels because he doesn't give a fuck anymore. But like, uh, other than that, you want to checked out Al Michaels? Come on now, Jim Nance is so much better. He's not going to be checked out. He's not going to be checked out for the Super Bowl. He's checked out for everything, dude. No, I, I, dude, collecting a paycheck. dude, listen to Jim Nance again. Like, listen to Jim Nance during the game and all the like all the penalties. Like, well, that's got to be a penalty. There's a rumor that that might have been his last game. Jim he, Nance. Yeah, he might go because he he's um, he stopped March Madness last year. Right. And then uh, he might he might stop the Super Bowl and just do uh, just do golf. At this point. All right. Well, no, <laughs> that's that's the way to you, you even have to go out on golf like, you know, that's that's the retirement game for even the announcers, I guess. He's the master's voice. It's a little, now. No, I know. 
And I, I, look, I'm just saying I don't want to listen to him for football. That's all. I, I don't even. I've just got. I've just grown annoyed with him over the last few years. I don't want to harp on it too much. And to that point, I want to get to Mahomes. He's he's officially off probation, man. This is like he took some shots. He obviously played. He was he was excellent. He you know he he made his mistakes. He overcame them. I thought I thought Mahomes was excellent. Obviously, I think you know Super Bowl MVP is well deserved. You and I had some banter about this over if the 49ers have won, who would it be? Um, you know, I say it's got to be McCaffrey, even with the fumble. Um, I'm going Juwan Jennings. I think that's just silly. He, impact, he impacted. He had five touches. Four were very impactful plays. One was a negative. He threw eight. okay, and he threw yeah. So no, they were all impactful then. And so he but, threw. Okay, so, he threw so a, let's, a duck. Let's, he threw a duck to Christian McCaffrey, and then McCaffrey did the rest of the work. Who cares? And then yeah, he made a few. I'm not saying he didn't play well. And then and then yeah, drawing drawing so the holding call. Three out, the, three out of his four catches were either a first down or a touchdown. That's I, okay. I think I could probably say that about Ayuk. About um, yeah, but Ayuk other didn't, than, didn't create two touchdowns. He did not create that. Also, touchdown. also that loss. Of McCaffrey eight. and Shanahan get credit for that touchdown. Not also not you know, somebody has to throw him the ball. I could have thrown that, and my shoulder is know. crap. I don't know. Um, also, that loss of eight. The thing that uh, we're not talking about there. That was a loss of twelve, and then Brock Purdy gained four yards by throwing it away. He should have not caught it, but he can't tell that there's a defender on him right there. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it's on it like it's his bad or anything. I'm just saying. Like no, it did. Yeah, it did put him dude, beyond the come stakes. On, come on, dude, you're being ridiculous. Three Christian, for forty three. Christian McCaffrey, twenty two carries, eighty yards, eight catches, eighty yards, and a touchdown. He, guess what? He's the MVP if he doesn't fumble that and he gets that touchdown. No, in he's the still, San Francisco he, he's still the MVP win the game. if the Forty ers win. He's still the MVP if the Forty ers win. Yeah, if they, yeah, they, he would have been the MVP if the Mahomes 49ers threw an won interception. Because, he's still the MVP. Yeah, but yeah, okay, but they if McCaffrey doesn't fumble that and. Obviously, it changes the script, but if everything goes the same way, the 49ers win, and yeah, he's your MVP. Easy. I mean, he, he had a good game, but I, I would have I went Jawan Jennings with no, that. That's silly. That's, fumble. That is wide receiver bias. Wide, wide 15, rec- 15. He's a playmaker. Wide receiver bias. That's it. Oh, and it's because, oh, it's your number? Is that what it is? Yeah, I like that number. Yeah. It's, oh, 15s are playmakers. Yeah, you are, you are. You need to recuse yourself. Two touchdowns on five touchdowns. No, how do I mute you? Where's the button? I, only I have that power. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to Mahomes. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I think that there was some sort of awakening with him where, first of all, he started playing better, obviously. But right around that same time, I'm telling you, man, somebody somebody said something to him or he looked inwardly with himself and was like, I got to stop doing this bitch into the ref stuff. And obviously it was all, it was after the blaming the refs in the post game conference. He needed I, to get it off his chest. That's all it was. I, I really believe that. I mean, maybe, I don't know, man, but I, I just, I think that there's, there's really a possibility that like he saw the light and was like, I, I need to stop doing this. I'm the best quarterback in the world. I don't need, I don't need it. He probably heard you all the way from, Kansas City. I like to think, man. I like to, yeah, because that rant after that was, I mean, whew, man. So, anyway, that's neither here nor there. So, with Mahomes, I'm at a place of, you know, I think I already said this, you know, I'm at a very Rivera and Jeter like respect for him where 
there was no reason to hate him other than he just didn't play for my team. <laughs> but if I but if if Mahomes were my quarterback, I mean, hell yeah, you know. So so you but yeah, like I mean, even yeah, you, you even you remember you like h- hating Rivera and Jeter, even though there was no reason to. They were all class. They were they were you know. They yeah. were they were the faces of the game. There was no reason to hate them. Yeah, it's it was the, just you were a Red Sox fan. Well, yeah, you're a Red Sox fan, and it's uh, it's human nature, right? You're jealous, you're envious of, of right. winning. So that's all it is. I think that's all it is at this point. I reserve the right that if Mahomes, you know, gets back on his bullshit, then you know, I really thought it was going to coming. So bravo that it didn't in the Super Bowl. I thought there right? was going to be a flop Dude, or something. I, or, exactly. I like, I, don't even, I didn't even see him talk to the official once really. No, I don't think I did either. So, um, so a lot of respect. I have a hard time rooting for him. I, you know, I will say this though, and this and this truly has nothing to do because whatever, it's a hundred bucks. Who cares? Like, you know, um, I really had a moment in that game where it was like Rocky Four, and I was like, you know, the Russians in the crowd are like Rocky. Rock, <laughs> you know, because I was, I was just, it was hard not to root for him as much as I wanted the 49ers to win. It became hard not to root for Mahomes. It was like, like, it was like, I, I just started seeing, I guess what most people are seeing something like that. I don't know, but I was basically in that. I was, yeah, I was in that yeah. headspace where I was like, I was that unlikely person to be rooting for Mahomes, And I, and it was, it was hard to, it was hard to root against them in, you know, in that stage, you know, especially later in the game. Cause he, I mean, he took some shots. He, he ran the ball hard a couple of times, lowered his shoulder. Like <laughs> it's just, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I mean the fourth and one got to have it, him running the ball, right? Like that's, that's something you wouldn't have seen even like two, three years ago, really. Yeah. There was, I mean, there was another run that he got a first down where, you know, um, yeah, just lowered it. Didn't slide, lowered his shoulder just, and, and just, I don't know. I was, I was really impressed. I was really impressed with him. And I'm, and like I said, I, if this is actually the new Mahomes where he's not going to he's not going to complain to the refs all the time and everything like that then like what is there not to like you know what i mean um so anyway on the flip side of that it's an absolute bummer watching the 49ers lose um you know i saw like an ap photo like Kyle Juszczyk just head down with all the yeah i mean you know it's the yeah. typical it's the typical loser you know after the super bowl thing but agony of defeat just yep. uh yeah just the agony of defeat pick is just total bummer but you, yeah you think use check kittle warner trent williams of course samuel and dre greenlaw yeah man. that's uh devastating just i mean you wonder how that you know almost that, made me sick <sighs> like legitimately sick for it to happen that way man because that that wasn't even like a dumb celebration it, no, like it, it was just like hyped get yeah, on the field yeah like you know, that that's not like a dumb celebration. Like, it's almost uh, like it's it's almost like stretching. Really, you're getting ready after standing around. You know, yeah. And it sucks, man, because it's like I mean, they always say like with Achilles, like it's never a surprise. So it's like you know, there's always you always kind of feel something there. That's that's what I've been told. Uh, never torn my Achilles. I've been afraid I was going to tear my Achilles a couple times, feeling the tightness in my calf. You know. Um, Can we get him a, a like? Why wasn't he on the cart? Like why wasn't he on the back? He was he was in the passenger seat on that small little <laughs> cart. Oh, after. I didn't even I didn't even catch that. I don't know. It was a really it was like an Austin Powers type of cart, you know, like the, <laughs> yeah, the, the small, the goofy ones. little. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just where he sat. I don't know. The, um, that was that was pretty upsetting, man. Like literally, like there was there's I actually just saw Kittle mic'd up. 
uh, on the bench is like, did Dre really tear, tear his Achilles? Like, oh. well, that's the pressing. <laughs> like, I mean, he he's like totally unfiltered person yeah. anyway. Yeah. But, but man, a lot of these guys are getting older. The way Kittle plays, you know, like you do kind of wonder about the 49ers window a little bit, right? Um, Kittle is so hot and cold, man. Like he'll. I mean, William, Williams could retire. He's old. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I forgot Trent Williams took a year off. Remember, he took a year off of football. I forgot about that too. Yeah, crazy, totally. Um, and you know, and I think Williams is still an elite tackle, but I don't think he's like he was so head and shoulders above all the other left tackles in the league for so long. And I and I think obviously that window is closing. Yeah, Juwan um, Taylor's catching up to him. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, we'll get to him. Um. But yeah, so anyway, this this is actually all kind of this was all speaking to my Mahomes point though. Mm-hmm. Is that's that's why it was so tough because honestly, there's a lot of situations where I might have been rooting for the Chiefs, but man, it was it was I couldn't do it with this 49ers team. It's like Kyle Shanahan is, I mean, he's just an outright choker, man. But um, but the rest of that 49ers team, even is, McCaff- did you say McCaffrey? I know this is his first go around. Sure. It, sure. But, but yeah, I mean, running back shelf life, right? right? I mean, was he 27, 26, 27? Yeah. yeah so, so he's- and you know, I mean, you never know. I mean, Pur- Purdy might never make it back here. Right. right. So you, you never know. Um, you know, Purdy's Purdy's, uh, you know, contract for the next two years, obviously extends their window a little bit. You know, the, like like if you have a quarterback on that contract, you, you you've got a window, right? But I think the 49ers are right up against the cap, and Chase Young is is going to be a free agent, so it's. Uh, and then you have the, you know, the immediate fallout after a loss. You got the you know Brandon Ayuk's brother going to Instagram and and saying you know maybe he's leaving, and uh, you know Brandon Ayuk reposting that. So I don't put too much stock in that because I think he's just upset after the Super Bowl and not getting enough yeah touches and um but you know what I think that's actually a good uh good transition to Travis Kelsey and the 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 Andy Reid confrontation on the sideline they got just yeah I miss this I miss this in real time and then the internet uh quickly told me yeah they did mention it like they came back from commercial and and, uh whoever was the sideline reporter uh she mentioned it and it, it was like I, you know, at the time, you know, it, it felt, I guess, like a little valid, like, oh, maybe the Chiefs are unraveling. But like, you know, t- to most people, I didn't it's it's not like I really saw it that way at the time. But, yeah, it was 10 nothing. And uh, or no, no, it wasn't. No, it was it was it was still only three nothing. Forty nine yeah, because they had just fumbled. Yeah, they, right. it was right after the fumble. So like they're about to go up, obviously. Right. Or but it's at just, least high. Right. So it's just um, but it's just heat of the moment stuff, man. I, I think it's I think it's uh, so stupid. I get it. It's the Super Bowl. It gets overblown and everything like that. And yeah, it's not a good look when you almost knock over a 66-year-old man. And but it, this is pro sports, guys. Like like yeah, if a kid, if a high school kid did that to me while I was coaching, I I like I'd be like hell no, sit your ass down. You're done. But it's Travis Kelsey, it's the NFL, it's different, you know. Um you know, even in high school, kids, you get a little leeway being upset mid-game, but you need, you know, you need to keep your cool. But again, you know, he obviously gathered himself pretty pretty quickly and got back in the game. Um, you know, after his one catch for one yard in the first half, yeah, which came on the second for, play, actually. yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then a big drought, and then and then eight for ninety-two in the second half in overtime, right? But, um, 
you know, to the point about, you know, Andy Reid, like, the, you know, Kelsey being upset and everything, it was, it was kind of a funny, funny, not funny tweet from AJ Brown. He's like, if, I, if I'd done that, I'd be thrown out of the league. I don't know about that, but there might be a case to be made that he... He'd probably be... Uh... I don't. Th- I mean, maybe fined by the team or something like that, but I don't think the Eagles would find him. You know, just like media opinion, would it? Would it? Would it get overblown even a little bit more? Maybe. I. You know. Of course it would. I mean, talk about like. But uh, he's not as likable a personality as Kelsey either. Like, like. Look, I mean, him and his he's quarterback. A, he's a are fucking having, flat earther. <laughs> him and his quarterback are having a conversation on the on the bench, and that got more overblown than than what Kelsey did. Of course it would. It would. He'd probably get run out of town for that. I, I really do believe. Ah, uh, no. They were trying to run him out of town just for talking to Jalen Hurts. Dude, they weren't mid-season. talking. He was he was gesturing and he was upset. And again, I I think I think all of that stuff is overblown. But I but if we're gonna compare it to what Kelsey did, like like and again, are we talking about if he did that to Andy Reid or if we talking about if he did it to Nick Sirianni? Because I don't think anybody gives a shit if he does it to Nick Sirianni. <laughs> Well, that, like, yeah, that that's a different problem for that organization. Okay, it? yeah. So, and not to mention, Nick Sirianni would shove him back, and we'd have a totally different conversation. No, Big Dom would. Like, no, no, Big Dom's not allowed on the sideline. <laughs> oh, he is now, I guess. He was in Vegas. Like, stupid. He was at the that whole at the Super dude, Bowl. God, the Eagles are a fucking train wreck. Anyway, um, no, I, I mean, I, I think there might be a little bit of a double standard there, but again, Travis Kelsey's like he's like a sweetheart in the NFL, and people love him. Like AJ Brown is, you know, a flat earther and no, a guy that's known for, you know, yelling at people. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I just, uh, you know, if you want to do the double standard thing, yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, there might yeah. be a little bit there. I get it, but um, where was it? Uh, so speaking of Travis Kelsey, you know, like, hey, you know what, CBS, good job during the game. Only fifty-four seconds of Taylor yeah. Taylor Swift. I think that's the perfect amount. To, uh, yeah, we got some Jay Z in to, there. You know, we got everyone in there. So. Yeah, to uh, to you know, for the satiety of the of the fan base, right? Like you know, for who's watching the Super Bowl, fifty four seconds is good for the fan base. That's it's it's roughly, yeah, it was like a three and a half hour broadcast. So yeah, yeah. So fifty four total seconds, and then they fucked it up. They made it really fucking creepy at the end of the game, and like I want to go back and time it because I swear they we watched Travis. Travis and Taylor make out for like 15 seconds. Maybe you did. I didn't. uh, Okay. Well, I was watching the broadcast. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I actually didn't watch the post game. uh, Because I kept just waiting for them to pan to other people celebrating with their families. Nope. Just about them. Like you could be capturing all these other moments. You know what I mean? Including, including the agony of defeat, like you said, right? Just, just capturing, you know, the sadness of Brock Purdy and his family or whatever it is. Right. But yeah, but really it's the chief's moment. But no, it was just Travis and Taylor's moment. And I want to make this 100% clear, not their fault. Make out all you want on the field. It's your time. Like, it's do your thing. I don't care. Yeah, it's especially like, like, that's on CBS. Especially like uh, when you when you get the uh, other clip, like the field clip from it. Uh, Travis went up to his mom first. Taylor's just kind of standing back waiting. And then, then they embrace after. But uh, yeah, that is weird when you, when you told me about it. I was like, yeah, CBS is... Producers are weird, dude. They're they're weird I thought, people. I thought it was, and you know what? They might literally do that just to create more controversy. You know what I mean? So, I guess I don't know. They're so, falling into their trap, Tori. Uh, yeah, exactly. Here I am talking about it. Right? That's a shitty way to do it, though. <clears throat> shitty way <coughs> to do business. 
Don't let it kill um, you. Yeah. Um, so I just, I, you know, I just want to make this clear again. I don't hate Taylor Swift at all. I believe um, I'm not like, I mean, I like a few of her songs. Antihero is a good song. I'm just going to say that right now. Um, I haven't like listened to her entire catalog or anything. I got seven months to make you a Swifty before football season um, again. I don't know if that's going to happen, but if Casey hasn't done it, I don't think you're going to do it. That's fair. Um, but that being said, so I don't hate Taylor Swift. Classy move staying off the podium. Thank you, Taylor. I appreciate that. Um, of course, Brittany Mahomes didn't do that, but I guess, you know, she's a wife. So, um, man, she is just awful. She's terrible. There was there was I a like, moment. There I, li- was a- I liked that she shrugged off uh, Jackson at the club. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, broken clock is right twice a day, right? But uh, I'll give her credit for that. That was funny because um, he's. It's kind of like the Jordan shrug, too. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a mix between the Jordan and Nick Bosa shrug. It know? was kind of it was kind of a Jordan shrug. You're right. Um, so I'll give her that. But there was another moment that night before where, so Mahomes is like, I think it was Mahomes and Kelsey were doing their interview after the game with Chris Berman and Booger McFarland, right? And it got a little extended where like, you know, like Berman like kind of wouldn't let him leave. Like, like, like Mahomes is like, like trying to pull away almost from the handshake kind of thing. You know what I mean? And Berman, you know, and so Berman kept talking. He's like, hey, this is a great moment. You know, like, like really, you guys, you guys have done something that not many teams have done. And, and Mahomes is like, yep, yep, thank you, thank you, you know. <laughs> and then, but you see in the background, and my wife, my wife actually saw it at the same time. Casey saw this. And behind it, there's Brittany Mahomes, like, looking with this look on her face, like, oh, my God, Patrick, let's go. Like, that, that, like I, that's the look that was on her face. I just literally heard that when I, when I looked at her face. And I'm just like, like. Bitch, he just won the Super Bowl. Like, just like, like you wait for him. That's it. That there, there is no, there is no debate. You can go get your drink on pretty soon. So shut the fuck up and let him do his interview. Anyway, um, as far as Travis and, and Taylor go again, uh, I did think this was funny. I'm not going to give Nickelodeon too hard of a time for this, given their fan base. Uh, but Travis Kelsey was, he's. You know, it says on the line underneath his name, he is Travis Taylor Swift's boyfriend. That's 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 who Travis Kelsey is. Nice. He's Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Now it's funny on this Nickelodeon. Is, it's is, not funny that a lot of people see it that way. I was gonna say this is the same broadcast that when the streaker was on that they they had Larry the Lobster running the field. So we gotta we gotta take that into account. Okay? Right. Uh, so uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll you know I'll, I'll give Nickelodeon a little bit of a a pass on that you know but i won't give most people a pass on that you know what that's like that's like that's like hillary clinton you know being introduced as former first lady today you know what i mean it's like dude she was secretary of state like she's a heinous person i hate her but she's a terrible horrible human being you know how i would introduce her likely on the epstein list uh, yeah and she's probably on the epstein list but i'm just saying like uh you know as far as official things that we know for sure, she was the Secretary of State. She was. <laughs> so, and she was, um, wait, yeah, she was a senator from New York, right? So to introduce her as former First Lady Hillary Clinton right, is so right. fucking insulting. <laughs> so I guess, like, you know, men finally got a taste of that, I guess, you know, by introducing Travis Kelsey as Taylor Swift's boyfriend. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, Jill Biden, she's like an accomplished, like, doctor of some kind so i like, should probably know but so i like, hate but i hate politicians so it's so like taylor swift like her on like uh on nfl network 
dates a podcaster would be her like little under byline or something like that. Oh, oh, I see. What, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, if you were to turn it around on Taylor Swift. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that would be that would be pretty rough. Dates dates a podcaster. Dates dates. What are you What are you trying to say, man? Is that Is that like a is that my wife's, uh, you know, credit on, on TV, too? <laughs> so it's, really all, it's really all she's got. Hey. <sighs> anyway. Um, okay. Let's get to the more football, the real football stuff for a second here. Uh, or really for the rest of the show, right? Um, this was funny. During, uh, during media week, you know, dur- during Super Bowl week, uh, Bosa somewhat prophetically said uh when asked about the chiefs tackles yeah they hold a lot and i'm not gonna lie they did get a lo- away with a couple uh in in key situations couple ended up with a first down here and uh, you know uh, maybe one on a touchdown too uh, dude i have said this from literally week one Juwan taylor is garbage like if this team had one good tackle they would be a juggernaut like we wouldn't even be talking about a close game against the 40 because you, then you can just slide protection and you can chip on Jawan Taylor's piece of shit side, but Donovan Smith isn't much better. <laughs> and, but yeah, Jawan Taylor is the absolute worst. He's, he's so bad and he, he is making premium tackle money. Four and, years, 80 mil. And I've been pointing this out all year. The, the, the lollygagging after the plays and this was a perfect example of a time that he could have made a difference. Yeah, I didn't see it until you pointed it and, out. And we though, like we, you and I were just watching the highlights, right? We were just watching the key plays, and then we're like, "Oh, yep, there's the Pacheco fumble." And I, and just like, I don't know, I just have had an instinct. I just had a sixth sense. I was like, "Wait, rewind it. I want to watch what Taylor does." Yep, you did. And we go back and we watch it, and he jogs for a second. To his credit, he jogs for a second behind the play, starts walking well before the whistle. And then while he's walking, he points to the football on the fucking ground after Pacheco fumbled it. He's five yards away. He's pointing at the football instead of diving in. I hate, I fucking hate Juwan Taylor. He does not deserve the body that he's been put in. His like, body is, is two feet or two yards long, excuse me. So he doesn't have far to go to get on the ground to be And in just the mix. crawl to the football. <laughs> And impact what happens. No, he pointed at the football. I think I think a lot of football fans don't realize that, be, like because we talk about height and you know feet. Obviously, when we're talking about height, and then we go to yards for football. Like six feet—that's two yards. You know, <laughs> like I don't know. It's crazy. But yeah, he that that's that's all there is to it. He just doesn't deserve the body that he was put in. He's yeah, what six was, six three ten with long arms. It's disgusting to see him just dude. He does that to the football, and and then I, Boston. That's not an isolated incident. I think I, to his to his defense and just the slightest slightest defense. I think he was saying with the point that oh, I think he was down. Maybe, but, but like. The ref doesn't care that you think that he was down there, no. right? Like if we dissect that a little bit further, your your little wag of an index finger nonchalantly isn't going to be the reason that this call gets overturned. If it's a turnover, it'll be reviewed anyway. There's, like get in the play while it's live and and try to affect it. Even if you don't get the ball, you're right. He's over six feet tall, over three hundred pounds. If if it's a if it's a skirmish for the ball, 
you put that body in there, you can block out the the defenders that are coming, you know, from the opposite There's side. There's just no or, excuse for it. There's yeah. just no excuse for it. I mean, it's early in the game. He can't even be that tired. Like, get your I, big ass in there tired, and recover the fumble. Yeah, I mean, they're in trouble because he was, you're right, he was walking. He 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 did a half jog for about two or three steps. And Mike, then, I'm and telling you, this is not an isolated incident. I have watched him. I'm going to make a compilation. We I'm going to make a compilation of all the times he's walking during a play. That, that'll, go, that'll go viral. Fuck it. Jawan Taylor walking highlights. He's disgusting. He disgusts me. And, and, and now, officially, the only player on the Chiefs that I hate. I don't even, like, I feel, I don't, okay, Kadarius Tony's probably up healthy there. But like, healthy scratch. But he was a healthy scratch. So, yeah, so, Jawan Taylor's the hand, only player that I up, I was wrong on that. I said Kadarius Tony might have a big game. Yeah. It was the other speedy uh, yeah, you and I thought of, gadget you know, wide receiver. Totally. Um, but they use the same play, yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, Jawan Taylor, yeah, he sucks. Um, you know who didn't suck? And, you know, <laughs> he was involved in a key play where he looked like he sucked. But Spencer McKivitt's right t- the other right tackle – the right tackle for the 49ers, he played a good game. Um, he he gets he gets bull rushed a little too easily. Um, you know, I, I say that against Chris Jones, but even against Karloftis, Karloftis kind of pushed him back into the pocket. Uh, I watched a lot, but he held up well. Um, against Jones, Jones, Jones didn't really ever beat him except for like the one where they got bailed out by the holding penalty in overtime, uh, the defensive holding in overtime. yeah. yeah. Uh, Jones Jones beat him on that one, um, and then I think I think it might have McKivitz on him, and I don't really put this on him too much. Where McKivitz might have gotten beaten by Jones on the one that could have been a touchdown to Debo. Yeah, third and four, and, uh, in your, and in they the ended up. Um, yeah, and they ended up scoring the touchdown anyway. That drive. Yeah, yeah, because it, it was the one where Moody missed the field goal. Okay. Or the extra point, excuse me. Okay, okay. Uh, gotcha. It was that yeah, drive. Yeah. Okay. So so Jones did meet uh, beat McKivitz, I think, on that play as well, but it was kind of a rollout, and it was kind of a t- – you know, it was a great play by Jones, you know, to Im- impact the throw, and uh, and then Purdy overthrew Samuel. But they ended up scoring later on the drive anyway. Um. So anyway, however, big play, Um. The, and, you know, this is one that, like, I think Tony Romo pointed out to everybody, right? Is Juwan Jennings is open at the bottom of the screen, uh, you know, beat him on a little zig route, right? Mm. And Chris Jones is right in Purdy's face. Now, I watched this play a lot, and I'm really, I'm still, I still don't know. And there's a tweet where like it's the center and the guard, the center and the right guard are like yeah. going back and forth. And actually, can you pull that up and and, and see what the yeah. the tweet exchange was between them? So this was weird because I didn't know about the tweet, ex- or maybe that it hadn't even happened yet. I was rewatching the play. And I thought it was on McKivitz because it's a run action play. If everyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, this is third and four, uh, the 49ers' last offensive play in overtime. Um, third and four from the nine. And Chris Jones just comes completely unblocked. And what it looks like is they're trying to show run action to the left with McCaffrey going left and the center pulls with him, sort of. Um, but then... There seems to be. There was obviously a miscommunication because you're obviously not going to let Chris Jones just come free. Jonathan and Feliciano. Feliciano's the yeah. center, right? A quick chop is not needed if the guy that was supposed to block him blocks him, and then. Uh, and 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 looking at McKivitz, it looks like he expects help inside, 
So it it was it was definitely confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Sp- uh, Spencer Burford is uh, and Burford. Yep. Yeah. And he says should have fanned out and let the backer be the free hitter. So I guess it wasn't actually run action because because what he's saying is Feliciano should have stayed and the protection just should have slid right. <laughs> but this is this is the funny tweet. Sheesh! I open up my app to this. Get yeah. well soon, bro. That that sucks. And then well, and then we should you know we should complete the tweet with. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. I woke up hungover and being a bitch and trying. That's to, that's Feliciano. Yeah, so, Feliciano replies saying, back to. He's Buford. saying my bad. Yeah. And trying to have one's back, I hurt you. It's effed up, and I apologize. You got nothing but greatness ahead of you. I'm sorry, bro. So, um, but it, but so like whatever. I don't care about the, you know potential beef or whatever. Like obviously, he shouldn't have aired out his teammate. But um, but what it does is it sheds some light uh, because I thought it was supposed to be run action, and that's why the center. If you see it, the center actually. Uh, so Feliciano, he actually backs up, and then he looks all the way to the left end. Um, or excuse me, you know, the, the 49ers right end. Yeah. Jesus, the Chiefs right end yeah, is yeah, what yeah. I'm no, trying to you, say. I got you. He looks all the way to the Chiefs right side of the defense, the left side of the offensive line. And it's like, okay, is that a pull? Because it was kind of a half-assed pull. But no, so what Burford is saying is the protection just should have slid right, which checks out because McKivitz kind of gives him a shove, gives Jones a shove on the way by, and then lets him go, and then goes out to Karloftis. Now, what I thought the play was going to, like, based on what I saw – is I thought McKivitz was supposed to stay with Jones, and then it would be one of those plays where Purdy's just responsible for for Kyle Loftus. Like, yeah, we know the blitz is coming. Roll out. Um, yeah, like, well, or you can just run on it because Kittle does like a run action block almost right, on Kyle right. Loftus, and then hangs. Yeah, Kyle Loftus has to go really wide, and then um, Kittle gets the in, uh, the release underneath him. Yeah, yeah. And so Kittle's actually wide open too, and it, it almost looks like the play is designed to go to Kittle. But because Chris Jones comes free and he's, he's right six foot freaking yeah. six, yeah. it's almost like like if it had been a Javon Hargrave, like a shorter D tackle, he might have been able to still see Kittle wide open right there. But Chris Jones is just massive. And like I made the joke even I think earlier in the season, maybe at the beginning of the season, where Chris Jones like should have been a left tackle. But now, like, I mean, when you see the impact he has as a defensive lineman, maybe more of these like hyper athletic six foot six, three hundred pounders are gonna play D tackle, you right. know. Because he's just obviously he impacts the game so much, and he actually, again, the 49ers did a good job keeping him from impacting the game most of the game. But then when they needed it most, it's third and Crucial four. Plays, you yeah. know um, yeah. that you know they obviously needed a touchdown. They're about to give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. You needed a touchdown there, and uh, yeah, that was obviously a huge play. Um, now that one was discussed quite a bit, so. What we're going to do for our new segment, Pick 6, um, pick your theme music, Pick 6. Um, we're going to do it. We'll do a whole montage to lead up into it, but we don't have it yet. So No, all we have is beeps right now. <laughs> pick 6. That's it. There, there it is. Um, okay, but we want to we wanna go over the six most underrated plays in the Super Bowl. These are the ones that a lot of people aren't talking about, and we're going to go in chronological order. Uh, and that starts with, and that's actually, this is a twofer is the first two drives of the second half for the 49ers. Uh, and, and Mike, you pointed this out uh, right away. 
uh, the false start to start the second half for the 49ers. Off the, off the interception, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so like like you said, they take over at like the 42, yeah, something like right, that. Yeah, right around midfield, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, inside, yeah, they were in Chiefs yeah. territory. And so you got to have points there. At least three. And then... And then Aaron Banks starts the starts the drive with you know puts him behind the sticks right away first and fifteen. Especially with the momentum, right? Like you you feel that field goal to end the first half. We, I mentioned it earlier. You feel like there's going to be more points coming to start the second half, right? We talked about how Patriots esque that is to capitalize last two minutes and then first four minutes of the yep. second half, and that's what it felt like was going to happen. And then. Mahomes gives you one bad throw overthrows Kelsey and uh and yeah you can't you you can't start a drive with the penalty after that it's such a huge and and give the Chiefs defense credit no, for, they, for yeah, standing up then, down, standing yeah, up you yeah. know like I mean you know in, in those you know again I mean Kittle just said it from two weeks ago in the Lions game momentum is absolutely real right and the great teams don't feel it, right? Like we said it about the Ravens game for the Chiefs too. Like mm-hmm. the great teams just don't feel those momentum plays. They just they just move on to the next, right? Even though, but no matter what, like you know, every human is susceptible to it, and the Chiefs, you know, fight that though, you know. So again, to Mahomes' credit, you know, on to the next, right? To the Chiefs' defense, sudden change, you know, great job, right? But Aaron Banks putting them behind <laughs> behind the sticks, right, uh, is just killer. And so then, and so they go three and out. They end up having to punt. Um, the uh, Chris Conley, you know, downs the punt at the one um, or the two, I guess. Yeah, that and ball had a magnet right to him. It just hit right to it him. It was funny because he was just kind of sitting there waiting for it, and yeah. yet it bounced right to him. It's like like the ball can bounce any number of ways. It, like I actually thought that as it happened, I was like, it's you know, he got lucky that it bounced right yeah. to him. Because how many times do you see a guy miss the ball anyway? Um, in the right position, you know, there's something to be said about that. And then, but then the Chiefs come right out. They and uh, you know they find Kelsey and he lowers his shoulder for a you know like one of those like physical plays that you you know and and they get the first down. They're mm. you know now they're out of the shadow of their goalpost and and now they're moving. You know, um, but anyway, yeah, they ended up punting after that one. And then, uh, uh, but also, so this go this is uh, still number one. You know, point number one. 1B now. Yeah, we're on 1B. Um, you know, Chris Jones uh, disrupts the play, uh, gets in Purdy's face. This is on first and 10 again where you just – you kind of wonder, like, like why the hell aren't you running the ball? 33-yard line, decent field position. Uh, uh, yeah, they, yeah, they started at their own uh, – yeah, was it 33? Something like that. They, they were, you know, they were solid field position, though. Um, and, yeah, so it's a complete – so Jones disrupts the play. Purdy just has to get rid of it. Jawan Jennings was basically a blocker on the play. And, uh, you know, but he flashes his hands. Purdy throws it to him. He gets tackled for a loss of eight. Yeah. I mean, that was a bigger loss than any sack we saw in this game. Yeah. But it doesn't get talked about that way. So, again, you talk about announcers, you know, voices going up. Like, you know, they go up for a sack, but a loss of eight on a, you know, it's like they they just, you know, they don't get as wound up for it. And, uh, and it's not, you know, a TFL doesn't look the same as a sack does yeah. in the box score, right? Which, uh, uh, and to that point, that was Leo Chanel who also uh, blocked the extra point, uh, which was a huge play. That right. was one that a lot of people are talking about. But uh, it was Chanel that made this play. And he was he was on the coverage a lot. This is not a guy that you hear a lot about. Uh, he might no. be a rising star. 
Uh, so anyway, so that's point number one. That's, you know, that's those, uh, just those plays. Uh, it was actually the first two of three, three and outs to start the second half of the 49ers. Yeah. And going and, back to that first one, you talk about, you know, sudden change. Look at what, look at what the, uh, the chiefs did on their sudden change on the punt, right? Obviously better field position yeah. within the 20, but still one play touchdown. Boom. Um, but really, the you know, going three and out three times to start the second half, and then it's just like this is the start of the the famous Kyle Shanahan shrinkage, right? Like the, I mean that, and that's the shame of the turnovers because the Chiefs were the same way. Really, they had that one forty-seven yard drive for a field goal. That that was the long field goal, which we'll get to in a second here. But other than that, before that, before that muffed punt, it was it was kind of both offenses were weren't doing much in the second half. Which obviously is advantage Niners when they have the lead. Uh, yeah, and I mean, really, like offenses didn't you know, like we say offense is not doing much, but like it still was eight hundred yards of total offense in the game. It's no, just, I'm just saying during that, yeah, that one section there, and the yeah, third, yeah, oh, know? true, true. Like I mean, most well, of the third quarter, yeah, right? not yeah, um, majority of the third, and then what kind of you know the the momentum really starts shifting. The 49ers really start to feel it a little bit. Um, is yeah, Bucker nails a 57 yard field goal Super Bowl record. And the reason that I do you know whose record he broke? Um, well, yeah, he broke Moody's record. <laughs> do you know who, who, uh, whose record I'm Moody just gonna broke? go? No, I don't. I'm just gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say Justin Tucker. No, is that no, it wasn't Justin Tucker. Uh, Steve Christie for the Bills. Oh, okay, he opened Super Bowl 28 with a 50. Two or 54 yarder. See, I can't believe that that's the record. I, I know, like, the, yeah, just Super Bowl. I mean, you know, no, I understand that, but it's just like the, like, but it's always good weather, right? So, yeah, yeah dome, like, exactly. Yeah. And I know the, we've been, you know, expanding field goal range in these past few years, but I can't believe there wasn't one 55 plus from the last five, six years. I guess you're just not, uh, you know, they're not quite as willing to, to kick them from that deep in the Super Bowl, the stakes are higher. I guess so. You know? Like I like I go to like the thirteen three Rams Patriots. Like you know that had th- only three field goals, but I, I don't know. I don't know how long they were, but yeah, I don't remember either. Honestly, um, talk about a game that you know a lot of people said was boring, and I'm not going to say it was boring, but it but it, it wasn't a super moment, a super memorable one no, for me either. No, yeah. um, I remember Gronk's like. Gronk was Gronk was split out right, and they just threw a fade to him. That was the only touchdown of the game. I and do like, remember that. Yeah, goal line fades are like the worst play in football. Too. Yeah, it wasn't even goal line. It was like it was like from like thirty yards oh, out, which is okay. kind of why it's okay. memorable because okay. it was Gronk just running gotcha. deep. You know, wow, but, I can't believe I don't remember that. Yeah, Bad Patriots fan. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, but anyway, the whole point of that is shit. We didn't we didn't look this up. Who's the holder? Who's the Chiefs holder? It must be the punter, right? Is it? Um, if it is, yeah. Let me let me check. Uh, we need to know who the holder was because yeah. he did a phenomenal job on this field goal. It's a 57-yarder. Give Butker credit, too, because it it changes up your rhythm, right? But Butker just has an amazing leg, and the holder gets this snap that was, like, wide into the – it was high into the right. It looks like it is Tommy Townsend. Townsend, know? thank you. Or Townsend or Town, Townsend? Townsend. Townsend. Yeah. So Townsend does a great job getting it down, and Butker does a great job not being – distracted by maybe a little bit of a change in the rhythm um, and just drills a 57 yarder in the Super Bowl. Uh, that's, that's a huge play. And I think, I think people will talk about the 57 yarder, but I don't think people will talk about 
like that was not a that was not a good snap. So. Yeah, and not only to control it, but to get the laces all the way spun around too. Yeah, like it's absolutely. just a completely different operation at that point, and he was cool, calm, and collected. And you know what, man? You got to be a little bit lucky to to win a Super Bowl too, because it was a low line drive because of the snap. And, you know, I mean, it was going to have to be a low line drive anyway, but like (laughs) they missed blocking it by inches, you know? Um, So it was just one of those things, right? Because obviously Moody's did get blocked. Um, All right, moving on to number three. Uh, Sorry, this is pick six. Are we supposed supposed to be alternating? I just did the first two. I don't know. (laughs) We kind of did these together. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of more of a collaborative. It's not like like necessarily like a list. It's just kind of what we saw together. But yeah, let me do three. So, yeah, uh, early in the fourth, uh, fourth and three, Chiefs are up 13-10. Uh, that, that completion to Kittle against, uh, uh, against Reed, yeah, Justin yeah, Reed. Justin yeah. Reed, yeah. yeah. Um, Kittle had one catch for one yard in this situation, and they, they dial it up for him. Uh, they, they elect to not kick a field goal. They elect to go for it. They just barely get it. Tony Romo was thinking that it was short initially, and... Uh, you know, he fought for that. He fought for that yard. It was he was going on the sideline, and they needed to have it. Um, not sure why Kittle wasn't involved. I mean, the yeah, the, the, Niners, a... the Niners have so many weapons. You can't really like fault them for not getting everyone a bunch of touches. Kittle's like a tone guy, though. You know, like he, like he'll punish guys. You know what I mean? And and like. Yeah, I would have liked to see him get... Like, and it might get him a little bit more engaged in the game. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think like, so. I mean, he loves to block anyway. He does but, love to block. Um, I don't know. But yeah, you know, it might I think be a little are, bit of a fair second guess. I think there are a lot of guys that's true. I don't think Kittle is that guy. I think Kittle is just engaged. And, and that's blocking. why I love him. Yeah, he, he he loves to block. That's true. But like, you, but you never know. It might be a little bit of an you know, adrenaline rush or something like that. You know, just so... But yeah, did, what, what did you think about the uh, decision to go for it there, fourth and short? In, you know, in the I, red zone, fifteen yard line, I dude. Mean. Trailing, trailing Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter, and you get fourth and short in the in the red zone. It's it's hard to argue with. No, so I think it's um, a I think it's a little bit of a ballsy call, but you know it worked out and and good. For which that. um yeah, which you know is kind of uncharacteristic of Shanahan, right? But again, you know we make this joke like, is it are they worst with are they worse with a lead? Is Shanahan <laughs> worse with yeah. a, with a one possession lead? Because he was down one possession right there. He was down thirteen to ten. So like, did he open the playbook a little bit? Did he right. did he did he get a little ballsier? You know? Yeah, he's like, oh, Kittle. Yeah, let's go to him. That sounds good. I, I don't know. Just man. a little it's out route like, to the to the right sideline, and we're good to go. Yep, and and great effort by Kittle to extend out and and get the first. So. Uh, let's see. So moving on, uh, you know, so number four, we're, we are going chronological order on these ones. So we go to six, six thirty five left in the fourth. Now it's 16, 13 Niners uh, after the moody missed extra point blocked extra point. And it's third and four from inside the 10. And this just, this just felt like, I mean, Mahomes is scrambling around, you know, he, he like he had all, he had all day, but good coverage. So just this is a huge play by the Niners that, you know, like is going to go overlooked. But uh, Javon Hargrave, great effort. He runs down Mahomes from behind. It was great. Um, like Mahomes juked Joey Bosa. God, I always mix him up. He juked Nick Bosa. And then, you know, but there were there were a couple of linebackers. Right, or, yeah. or actually, I think it was Armstead. It was Eric Armstead spying him. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I, who else was there, but and there then was I think another it, guy. It might have been um, one of the. It might have been Burks over yeah. the top, but basically, great pursuit by the whole defense. Yeah, Mahomes tries to cut it back into the middle, and there's nothing there. And then Hargrave runs him down with great pursuit from behind. It was just a great team effort that's going to go overlooked because the 49ers didn't win, but this forced a field goal. Technically, with, a sack, I believe. Uh, yeah, it? It was, yeah, it was a sack for Hargrave for minus three. Um, and yeah, so like this one, this one's just kind of kind of get forgotten you know because it forced the field goal to tie it was one of um, two scrambles by Mahomes where I'm like that's a touchdown the, yeah the OT, like it felt like it felt OT like he's going in felt here. like it was a touchdown yeah. and that one did as well to so, oh the long one by yeah, Mahomes yeah. I you know honestly I thought he might score there too yeah, yeah. um but that, that that's that's a credit to the 49ers defense I mean like the yeah, the, the not, pursuit in the effort Juwan Taylor wouldn't have made that Juwan Taylor sure as hell wouldn't have done it um Anyway, moving on to number five. Uh, now we're down to the uh, the two-minute warning. Uh, the 49ers did a good job with clock management. They let it run down to the two-minute warning before running this play, which could have which proved huge. Um, and it didn't because, you know, give credit to Steve Spagnuolo, give credit to, uh, to, to McDuffie, uh, Trent McDuffie. Uh, he comes on the corner blitz. We talked about this. We talked about the blitzes that Spags dials up, right? And it's and it's just a different kind of pressure, right? Like like they, you know, we you know, Purdy against the Blitz was like a big like we were like, yeah, he's going to do well against the Blitz, right? And it, like, and, and he lulled it to sleep in this situation because he didn't really he didn't throw it at him a ton, right? It's not like oh, I'm expecting this every time type of thing. He picked his spots, yeah. Um, and he picked his spot well here, and McDuffie, you know, just found the opening and deflects the pass, and it's incomplete. And that is just if they get the first down there. Um. Yeah, I think the Chiefs might have only had two times. Basically, they can they can kind of run out the clock again with Moody as your kicker. You probably want to get a little bit closer. Um, but depending on how big of a gain it might have been, you know, like if they're down to the twenty, they might they might actually just decide like, yeah, we're just going to run out the clock here and we're going to kick the field goal to win it, right? With that so, in mind, do you like fifty three yard? He just missed a extra point that was you know blocked, but they were saying it was a low kick and that's why it was blocked, right? I almost thought go for it there. Fourth and four. Uh, no, I thought about it too. I did too. Like in that situation, it seemed like fifty-three seems like a long way to go for for somebody that just looked sh- very shaky in his last kick. No, like I mean, I, I guess you give credit for having faith in your rookie kicker. Yeah, or, I mean, obviously the fifty-five yarder earlier in the game helps in that, right? Obviously, but I don't know, man. It's just a huge play because, like, because obviously the the uh, at the very least the Chiefs you know drive to go back you know go back down and tie they have much less time, and against that forty you know the Forty ers are one of those few defenses that I actually trust to not to maybe not give up that score at the end of the game. Right. Of course, Butker had to make a very short field goal to tie. Could, would he have drilled a sixty yarder to tie? Probably. <laughs> so. He's, I mean, honestly, I think he's better than Tucker at this point. So um, he was 41 of 43 this year. I didn't even know that until he said it during the series. He was 41 of 43. Yeah. That's one of the best, that's one of the best seasons in NFL yeah. history. So, yeah, um, it's, it's probably like, yeah, right around 92, 93%. And what, right and, and what game was I watching where he drilled one? What did he get? He, he hit like a 62 yarder. It would have been good from 70, dude. Like, it, like it was a bomb. Was he in Denver? Um, no, I don't think so. Uh-huh. I don't think. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Elevation will get you. I don't. I can't remember. 
Yeah, I can't remember, but he's, he's good. A, he's but, legit no matter where yeah, he is. He's a beast though. And so so maybe it wouldn't have made any difference and it still would have been nineteen nineteen in the regulation because of Bucker's leg. What a but, weird score. Uh yeah, right. I mean, especially because it, it wasn't they didn't get to nineteen the same way, right? Yeah. Um so anyway, and then our last one of pick six. This is number six. And this one actually uh, is uh, Moody, the kicker, the 49ers kicker, kind of comes into uh, to play on this one, too. Um, so 10 minutes to go in overtime. It's second and 12 uh, uh, from the 28. And it's right after a holding call um, that would have had, you know, that would have had him down to the 14. But instead, they get a holding call on, on uh, 49ers tight end, Braden Willis. So now they get pushed back to second and 12. So you think about that, it's like, it's negative momentum is, you know, you get that, the, the, you know how it goes after penalties. A lot of times, like it's almost like added pressure on the kicker. Right. It's just like, it's just when things start going wrong. Right. So, uh, Purdy does an excellent job escaping the pressure and, and then he, and then he gets a, uh, he throws a pass down to, uh, Kyle use who dives for the first down and he gets it down to the 15 yard line. And now you're kind of taking away, you know, the potential nerves for Moody on a, on a, you know, instead of a longer kick, which, you know, cause again, if it's third and 12 or, or Jesus, if he gets sacked there, which he almost did, mm-hmm. if he gets sacked there, now we're talking about long field goal again. Right. Um, yeah. They use, they use use check kind of like uh Kittle, right? Like they used him. I think the first drive, they went right to him. They used him there as well. He was kind of a Kittle replacement and he's, he's a good, you know, he's, he's a quality player as well. Yushek's fantastic. Like they, you know, they call him a fullback, but he's really he's yeah. like a he's you he's know a hybrid Swiss, tight end. Yeah, he's Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Totally. Um, they use him in a lot of different roles, and he's a great blocker too. Um, so anyway, this was a big play. I thought just because again, and you know, even even if it just ends up incomplete, now you're talking third and twelve. Uh, it's it probably just ends up being a handoff to McCaffrey to get four yards and get Moody a little closer or something like that. Maybe maybe that's how Shanahan plays it. Who knows, right? Um, but instead, they don't have to worry about it. And so this is another one that will kind of be forgotten, right? Right. Um, you know, it didn't turn out to matter, uh, you know, because what was it, three plays later or maybe, you know, three, four plays later, you know, again, on third and four, they had to have it. You know, you pointed out, actually, this is a good one, too, to get them to third and four because it was second and four and the Chiefs and the Chiefs stuffed, stuffed them. It. I. Again, I was I was impressed with both teams' run defense yeah. in this game. I mean, that's just again, this was just the best of what football is because these are two very good running football teams. And and yeah, you know, McCaffrey got his, but like was, uh, Mike Mike Pennell, like a guy that I've heard of, sure, right. But dude, that guy is a fire hydrant, and he had a hell of a game, like uh, standing up against the run. Um, so anyway, uh, oh yeah, honorable mention. <laughs> After the Chiefs uh, scored their game-tying field goal at the end of regulation there, Harrison Butker drills it through the uprights. He doinked it off the freaking crossbar and put it through the uprights on a kickoff. Yeah. I don't – like, I'm this sure – This got us talking. We we want <laughs> we want points associated with knocking it I'm not it sure. Through. I'm on the fence. It, it's a fun not idea. Not points. But. I want a point associated <laughs> with knocking it. I think it was on the uh, com- uh, competition committee at, at one point. I think it was too. I, th- I actually. think I think Harbaugh did it <laughs> because he has Tucker. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know if I've seen that before. 
Uh, I'm, sure it's happened. I, I'm sure I, it's happened. I haven't seen a doink. I don't. I don't believe. Have I, you seen him put it through the uprights on a regular, like without a penalty? Like they put it through the yeah, uprights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Oh, a few okay. Times. All yeah. Right. Tucker, uh, Tucker's done it a few times. I think that's okay. why Harbaugh um, was wanting it. I mean, you know how it, these days am I, am I even paying attention to kickoffs? But you know, it was, I know. It was let's Super make Bowl, so. let's make kickoffs fun again. Yeah, right? exactly. Make make kickoffs great. Just again, think about totally. the the different, you know scenarios we could be in where it's a tie game and if that'd be weird uh yeah and and that and that's where i i it gives me some pause yeah but um but yeah make kickoffs great again and just to just to i want to re-emphasize i'm I'm trying to steal that saying from donald trump i i am i am not endorsing donald trump so um i I would like to i would like to you know yeah I, i agree as yeah 100%. Like we could do like a we could do a different colored hat and like a little bit different of a font, right? Yeah. And I I think we're good with yeah we're good. There's there's no way that's that we get IP problems from that. No way. So yeah, um, because I, I mean for a lot of the season I was saying make football great again. Honestly, this game I don't think I have any complaints anymore. I don't think I I can really make any valid complaints. I said to you what there was the horse collar call on Nick Bolton. And he's like, what did you think of that call? And I was like, yeah, it's the right call. I don't like it. Right. But I think it's the right call. Um, Wrong call. Don't think we've gotten into oh, it Yeah, yet. we didn't talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah, the um, intentional grounding, that was gross. I mean. Didn't make any sense. You're punishing. He's outside of the pocket. It, de- it doesn't get back to the line of scrimmage. This is second quarter, right? Second I quarter, uh, I think. Yeah. 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 And and the Chiefs are backed up as is. So does the, I'm not sure if the drive resulted in anything. I don't think it did. Would it have? Probably not. I think this was a yeah. I think this was a first down play, and you know, so Mahomes gets flushed out of the pocket. Kelsey's coming back and, to uh, him, or uh, or it was Gray, or it was, it was Gray. Gray. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Gray's coming back to him. So Mahomes gets out of the pocket, shuffle he, pass. He yeah, he gets wrapped up. He does he does like a two handed yeah, like, uh, kind of like a chest pass. It was almost. a chest pass yeah. exactly, and um, and I think that's actually what did it because I think if he had just thrown it conventionally, they would have been like, oh yeah, he's trying to throw it, whatever. But because he did the chest pass. But the ball literally got within like four yards of Noah yeah. Gray. And the, it didn't make any sense. And the ref's right there. I I don't I don't get it. Now that being said, I think they're pretty lenient uh, usually on intentional grounding too, and that seems right. like the polar well, opposite. And especially from Holmes, right? And, <laughs> like, and like again, I don't think there were necess- like I I didn't have a big problem with officiating at all in that game. Like, like there that, that's weren't what I was a ton say. of flags, but um, not I, the, for the most part they let them play. Um, no illegal contact, no pass interference. No pass interference. That's for yeah. Again, no the only co- holding, the on only the, the holding in the holding. over. Yep, the the holding in overtime, which I think could have been called the trip. So they actually did the defense a favor because um, I think that could have been a trip. It was McDuffie on him. Was it McDuffie or Sneed on him? Um, uh, I think it was McDuffie. Uh, or no, it was it was Sneed on Jawan Jennings. It was on yeah. Jennings to your to your MVP argument. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there, there we go. Five touches and, <laughs> and, a, and a, five created first downs. And a first down created exactly. Yeah. So so uh, Super Bowl MVP Jawan Jennings. Mine was Chris Conley for the 49ers, at least for the first half. He had the he had the clothesline tackle. He downed the punt. Um, I think he had a uh, one twenty yard catch. So oh, wow. so yeah. So big body. So my mine's Chris Conley. Yeah. All right. <laughs> You would have you would have been a rich man. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, oh yeah, if I oh jeez, I wonder if he was like even on the board. <laughs> uh, he would have been other. <laughs> John Jennings probably would have been other too, honestly. Nah, Jennings is probably on the list if you think about it, because there's been a lot of obscure wide receivers that have 
you know. I mean, that's tough, though. It's not like he's just the third wide receiver. He's the third wide receiver with a receiving running back and a you know a stud tight end and a and a hybrid fullback that's probably ahead of him on the pecking order. No, as he's well. like literally what the like sixth the sixth option, option right yeah. There, yeah. So yeah, totally. Um, but anyway, so where were we? Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I think we just like really briefly, we just got to talk about what this means, you know, for the chiefs, like, what does this mean for their legacy? Obviously it was talked about the whole time. They're the ninth team to go back to back, but the first, obviously since, uh, Oh three, Oh four Patriots, uh, just in the area, in the era that we're in, you know, uh, and so what is it? Three and five years. For, it's, yeah, three, it's three and three and five. Yeah, three yeah. and five, and it's um. But it obviously, you know, Six they've won the last yeah. two. You know, Kelsey sounds like he might want to run it back. I think we need to, you know, temper expectations a little bit when it comes to that. I think Kelsey did slow down a little bit and then kind of was able to pick it up for the playoffs. I think he could um, probably recreate that. I don't think I don't, it's going to be yeah. a dominant regular season type. I mean, there, we've I'm seen not that. trying to discourage him from doing it. I just right. think I don't think you want to even consider him. He might not even be tight end one anymore, you know, for fantasy next year. That's kind of where I'm thinking, yeah. you know. Um, but, you know, hey, you know, I, I, I do say that, again, we, we keep coming back to it feels very Patriots-like, and that's where it's Patriots-like for me where it's like, Man, I got to a point with Brady where I was like, I'm literally not going to bet against him anymore. Like, yeah. I'm just, like, like it's just like I, he's going to have to lose before I bet against him, and that's, and that's kind of the point I'm getting to with them. And again, also to that Patriots point, we kind of, you know, we went back and looked at the Patriots playoff runs, and throughout all of that, you know, that dynastic era, they never really had a playoff run this incredible, because this is. I'm not sure how if if. Any team really has, honestly. I mean, it's, this. I mean, this is something coming from me because, like, I hated this team and I hated Mahomes for most of the year. And I, like, I got to be honest, man. Like, if you beat the Dolphins, they put up seventy points right. on a team this year. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say that, and I thought you were going to give me shit for that. They put up seventy points on an NFL defense. Was it a bad NFL defense? Yes, but that. that I mean, defense at that actually time, got, yeah, that defense that got de- good in the second half that, of the season. That defense beat up the Chiefs. Yeah. you know, later on in the year. Right. So, um, I mean, it's, it's any given Sunday to a certain extent too, but, um, the dolphins were very good offense and they had, a, they did have all their pieces granted. They couldn't move. Right. Um, you know, they were yeah. frozen in place. It but, was a rock that was on the, you know, yeah, they, yeah, they, they were literally exactly. throwing a rock around, but, um, but it should have been easier for two attack of Vialoa to throw it. Right. You know, the, uh, law of, uh, whatever fucking gases that you've been using for Brady. What's it called again? Ideal gas law. Ideal gas law. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah. So ideal gas law, like, you know, Tua should have had a better grip on it, you would think. But anyway. Um, so anyway, yeah. So they go from the Dolphins to the Bills, who were pretty much the hottest team in the league coming in. You know, it was them and the Ravens, yeah, they were, really. They were the darlings, I, I would say. They they were even the darlings over the Ravens late in the year. It's like, oh, who's going to give the Ravens the toughest? It's the Bills. It's the Bills. Nobody wants to face this Bills team. Chiefs didn't have a problem going into Buffalo and saying goodbye. Yep. And I mean, and that's another point, too, is winning on the road. Yeah, that was right? the whole narrative. Oh, Mahomes has never done it. And we, I, I said it. You know, I'm not, I'm, I don't know until you see it. And we definitely saw it. And to, to Mahomes' point, he essentially did play a road playoff game when he, when he played the Super Bowl, right? In, in Tampa. I mean, didn't win it, but. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Because it was a, it was a Buccaneers home game. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I wonder, I wonder like how many, you know, how many Chiefs fans made it there that, and how many like, and how many I don't give a shit fans made right. it there. You know that what I mean? That is true. That's a good point. It's uh, probably not a because the crowd home environment, but, but the crowd still. noise doesn't it doesn't really ever seem to be a factor in the Super Bowl, does no, it? No, you know what I mean. It's, it's another a... reason conference championship weekend's the best weekend of football. But anyway, um, so yeah, the Bills, and you know what? That that comes back to another thing: football karma. Because who who was the only person this year who was worse than Mahomes when it came to the flopping bullshit? Josh Allen. So football karma got you, bitch. Okay. So anyway, so the Bills lose. Um, then they go to the Ravens, and the Ravens just implode. I mean, we, you and I both think the Ravens are the best team in the league this year. Yeah, I think. And, I, I don't think it's uh, up for debate. I mean, just the the way in which they won against very good competition down the stretch. Yeah, because they was, were the only team hotter than the Bills. Really, that's it. Like they were just beating quality playoff teams left and right by, by double digits yeah yeah <laughs> not even double digits by 20 30 like they, they were just yeah, Lamar's getting people. pulled yeah exactly i mean th- th- i mean that win against the dolphin was it 51 to 17 yeah. or something yeah they, they annihilated them um so and then of course they come in and they beat san francisco who you know had rough stretches but for the most part were considered the class of the NFL you know it was them and it was them and the ravens like we we pretty much thought it was going to be them you know once the eagles started faltering we pretty yeah, much thought say, it, we pretty much talent, thought that was a super bowl talent wise right 49ers are the most talented team when you when you look around the depth chart i would say yeah there's a i mean there's a lot here man when it comes to i mean the the way they beat the Ravens, throwing deep to their much maligned wide receiver on on a fourth down to 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 put the game away, and or or, or was it a third down and what it just? What? I can't I can't remember right now. Was Too it much a, football? It Too must have been no. It must have been a third down, but it was like kind of stupid to throw it. Right, you know, like deep, deep I, shot. Yeah, yeah, so I think that's what it was. It would have stopped the clock for the Ravens. I'm pretty sure it was third down, but doesn't matter. Uh, so Valdez Scantling, you know, sealed it for him in that one. But like, just the maligned wide receiver core all year. And I said all year, I was like, listen, it's on Mahomes with that contract to make them better. And so again, I got to give credit where it's due. He did. And I don't think this wide receiver core was like even bottom of the league. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's right in the in the middle of the pack, middle of the road kind of wide receiver core, especially when you count Kelsey as part of it. Yeah, uh, lower middle of the like eighteen to twenty. Sure. I would say. Yeah, I I think that's fair. I think that's I think that's the right range. Um, you know, I don't even I don't know, man, because Rice is good too. Rice is good. Um, how much of that's Patrick Mahomes? I mean, I don't know, man. We can play this game with everybody. You know what I mean? Like, how how much of uh, you know, how much of uh, what's his name? Shakir's success with Buffalo is Josh Allen, but how much of Allen's success is that Shakir kid? You know, so I don't know. Like, no, I got you. You can, you can do this. You can do this all over the league. No, but. no, you can. But his job is to elevate the talent, and uh, there were there were certain people that were elevated when it mattered. Right? The, I mean, really, long story short, I'm I'm trying to like. I think we both need to eat some crow because we were both like, and and, and again at the time. Mahomes was not playing well. The Chiefs were not playing well. They looked terrible. They really did. I mean, the Packers lost. That was brutal. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. They found the right guys. They found the guys that were going to step up. Valdez Scantling, you know, he stepped up. Uh, obviously, Rasheed Rice, you know, he was, you know, he was solid all year. Kelsey stepped up a little bit. I mean, those that's the, that's your weapons. That's what you need, you know. Um, Hardman came in. Uh, made- and then, obviously, Hardman had a, had a good Super Bowl, right? 
which is again Patriots ask right it's there. Si- it's similar to the Patriots or even the Eagles. You know, uh, you know, we'll, we'll return. We'll the, take back these damaged goods. Yeah, no, we know how to use it. Uh, yeah, right. Um, yeah, distressed asset yeah. coming back at a at a discount, right? Yeah. Um, and the Eagles used to do that a lot too. Honestly, like you know, hopefully they'll they'll, they'll figure some of that out again. But um, just just a lot there, you know. I mean, like just talk about shutting up the critics, right? Would to include us for sure. So I I uh, I was definitely you know enjoying the element of hey you know like you know maybe maybe Mahomes isn't as good as we thought and everything like because at the time that's what I wanted to believe right you know and and uh I don't know it's still pretty good yeah <laughs> still pretty good at football still uh talk about silencing the doubters man so uh and you know and also to Mahomes credit he's done a good job downplaying the comparisons to Brady and everything like that because he's I mean he's not even halfway yet right so let's everybody I think everybody calm down there. Let's just let's just enjoy what he's done so far, which has been incredible. People are so quick to to rush to yeah the next thing, uh, and you know, and it's not like Mahomes needs to do it because he's got his hype man Travis <laughs> Travis Kelsey's hilarious. I'm sorry, uh, just like the, some of the stuff he says post game and everything. And um, my favorite still, shut up, you jabroni to the the mayor. <laughs> he said, Cincinnati. yeah, he said he said that after the game. Uh, Berman Berman asked him. He's like, so uh, one one catch for one yard in the first half. And Kelsey's like, yeah, what a jabroni, huh? <laughs> like, like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, they're a little bit more likable than I thought at the beginning of this year. That's for sure. I mean, I mean, hell, man. Like, I when you and I started this, I was like, yeah, Kelsey's a wide receiver. He's not a tight end. I That's not. I, I didn't like Kelsey for years, and part of it was the Gronk comparisons, which isn't fair to him. That's everyone else making those comparisons. Um, I didn't think he was deserved. You know, I don't think he deserved that kind of praise. But like, uh, just like again, listening to this podcast and just everything about it, like that the Kelsey family is just hilarious. Like, there's there's nothing not to like. No, not. Oh yeah, you see, uh, Jason showed up dressed like Alan from the uh, from the Hangover. Yeah, awesome, that was, that awesome. Was awesome. And then uh, in the Super Bowl party afterwards, he was on. St- do you know Do you know Marshmallow, the DJ? He he wears a sorry. Uh, no, he, he wears a marshmallow head. So like you don't know what his face looks like. He, uh, Jason Kelsey was was right next to him on stage <laughs> with a wrestling, with a wrestling mask. Oh, like Mexican, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, Lucha that, Libre. Yeah, deal? exactly. Nice, very nice. Uh, <laughs> one more thing from the from the Super Bowl party afterwards. Uh, I don't know if you remember this. I didn't remember this until it popped up uh, last year. Travis got um, caught on video dancing to love story by taylor swift by himself just you know dancing after the win him and taylor were dancing to it this year it's very prophetic it's very uh it really is it's beautiful man dude i'm i'm fine with it like as far as i'm concerned they're the they're the first uh or they're the royal family of america right now and i'm fine with that yeah. that works for me um because I, I mean the royal family and like they don't matter like you know what i mean so like politically you know so yeah it used to be the Kardashians. I know somebody. I, I will that, take Travis and Taylor over the Kardashians. I know somebody that is like obsessed with the royal family, and I I don't understand it. I don't understand it yeah, either. Never did. My uh, my wife's best friend Gina is married to a British guy, and I tried to ask him about it. 
as like yeah this person isn't british like, uh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. just like uh lives in new jersey and just loves the royal family yeah i'm team harry and megan uh because uh she is not ugly and i really liked the show suits so and i really liked the game show deal or no deal um and she was a uh, suitcase girl on that oh she was yeah i didn't know that but like once they came like before her before yeah, her rise right, to right i got it um and Harry, cool. T- I mean, dude, he, he bailed on the royal family. Like, yeah. Good for him. You know what I mean? And he was he was in the Air Force and stuff. Yeah, like, that video is hilarious. It's that, that was definitely, you know, the video I'm talking about, right? Middle of the interview, and he just runs away because there's like I'm an alarm. Have to look it up. Uh, yeah, I think I think it was staged, but it, it's still funny nonetheless. I don't know how the hell we ended up on that. Yeah, Travis and Taylor, they're the royal family. So. Um, I think that's a good place to end it, honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, I like we had 49ers. We we talked about is the window still open? I don't want to. I don't want to get bummed out right now. Yeah, we got um, we got a long off season to go over all that. We do. We, we do with some basketball um, mixed in there for sure. Yeah, we got we got a couple of guests that want to come on and talk football. Yeah, right? sorry. So we, yeah, sorry to uh, Joey and Parker. Uh, we'll get you both on. Uh, we yeah. life we, happens sometimes. Life happens. We've had some uh, we've had some scheduling conflicts and issues. Um, Actually, to that point, we don't know when we're going to be back. Mike's going on a well-deserved vacation to Canada, Canada to celebrate uh, Canadian Flag Day on the on uh, that would be Thursday. I'll be in. I'll be in. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so have fun celebrating that, however they celebrate up there. And then probably uh, maple syrup. I don't know. We might get one in between because I'll go to because uh, then then I'm going to Sedona with my wife. Uh, and that's going to be awesome. Yeah, catch some um, sun rays. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, like I, I don't understand going to Canada this time. You got to like, go to the Grand go Canyon. South, you you got to go to the Grand Canyon. I'll go to Niagara Falls. We'll get some, you know, natural <laughs> wonders of the worlds out of the way. Are you gonna get? Uh, are you gonna get poutine or poutine and gravy? Or probably not. Like, I don't think. No. I don't think Jenna will touch that. Like, I, I might though. Well, I was just say, yeah, yeah, you, you, can, yeah. you can be your own man. You know. Um, so anyway, the point is, we, we, we don't know when we're going to be back. Very mysterious. Um, but we're gonna, we, we will be back. We do know that. We will. And, uh, and we'll, be talking, we'll be talking March Madness by the time, probably by the time we come back, uh, unless we have one more. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll have a, you know NFL, NFL draft for the, you know, the, the big picture for the NFL and, of course, NBA. And uh, we're going to get some hockey talk going back on, on here. I'm going to go to Hockey um, Hall of Fame on Friday, so that'll be perfect. Get, give us a little time, maybe some talking points. So, yeah, maybe we'll do, we will do one more show before the end of February. And then, uh, but then after that, it's going to be on to March Madness, NBA talk, little little NHL talking. Hey, you know, pitchers and catchers are going to be reporting uh, any day now, or maybe yeah, February they already? 14th. Oh, yeah, so, so oh, tomorrow. Yeah, so by the time go. you listen to this, there'll be Dodgers and somebody else. So, so Shohei, Shohei will be. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if they're considering him a pitcher right now because he's not going to pitch. Yeah, this I year. think he's not pitching for a yeah. year. Yeah, but uh, hey, so basically, yeah, no rest for the wicked. We got we got three three sports to report on coming up here now that football's over. So, um, and like we said, UFC fighting, all that stuff, you know, combat sports, we're working that in too. Um, but yeah, uh, we already gave you uh, holidays I in know, history. I know, so weird. First episode, so, uh, no, no holidays in history. Yeah, so we're just going to, you know, maybe I'll post them on social. You know, while Mike is gone, maybe I'll, you know, devote some more attention to the social media account. And, uh, but we appreciate you guys. And, uh, yeah, that's our show because uh, we didn't know how else to end it. So. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, though. And I uh, hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl. Thank you, Cat TV, for uh, giving us this equipment, as always. Thank you, Mr. Alex Grohl, with this song, Noisy Neighbors. And uh, it's only going to get better. Thank you, guys.